0: You're listening to The Tech Box.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 39 of The Tech Box. And this evening you have me, Richard, and on the other end of the line we have...
0: Uh, James Honeyball. Good evening, Richard. Nearly caught you there, didn't I? Good evening, James. How are you? Been a while? It has been a little while, yeah. You've been uh, relaxing and uh, holidaying?
1: No, not much holiday, But um, yeah, I do seem to have managed to not been here at the requisite times, which is very frustrating, so it's great to be here now, and uh, I gather you, you have a
0: slightly limited amount of time, so we've got quite a lot to talk about. Kick us off! Okay, so the thing that I'm interested to hear about is your experiences with the P30 Pro. So, and before before you go, I'll give my impressions because i've had a play with it very briefly but i've not had spent any time with it so i thought that the build quality was fantastic i thought the screen was lovely um feeling the hand and quality and everything was brilliant um now obviously the next thing i do is go for the camera and the zoom on it i found absolutely incredible like um Really stunning, the sort of quality of picture that you can get with the level of zoom. You know, uh, it's it's pretty much renders the K-Zoom useless, I pretty much think. You know, you're getting as good a zoom as the K-Zoom in a flat body, which is just incredible. Um, No Xenon like the K-Zoom, but uh, really good zooming capability. Um, Now, when I switched it to the main shooter... I must admit, I found the main imaging a little bit smeary, a little bit Samsung-y, a little bit not much detail because the detail had kind of been um, smeared away. So that's my experience with playing with it for about five seconds. What's your experience having it in your pocket for a couple of weeks?
1: It's got to be said, that's the, the best 30-second review of a phone I've heard in a long time. Well, um, I, I completely agree with you about the build. The build is just, well, it, it feels a real real quality act. Um, the the one thing that is particularly nice after my recent experiences is that the uh, in-screen fingerprint sensor is nigh on perfect every single time. It just opens and no problem. Um, the phone feels nice in the hand. I haven't once used the flash, um, and the reason is because the low light performance of the camera is just amazing. Um, it it, uh, it it reminds me very much of last year's model, the P twenty Pro. Uh, same sort of thing. You you can take a an amazingly long exposure handheld without getting any any sort of wobble at all. In terms of the cameras. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, I I've just been away for um, six days in uh, Mallorca, and uh, what I like to do when I'm doing something like that is I, I wander around to see the sights. I tend to take pictures of landscapes and buildings, and uh, in in Mallorca, indeed, an offshore aircraft carrier, which really did make the uh, maximum use of the, the zoom lens. Um, I, I've got to say, I took about just under a 1,000 photographs, about 970, and there are probably half a dozen that I think are not very good. Most of them, I'm, I'm astonished at how good they are. Um, what I would say when you're using it is you can very much tell when it's going to transition from one lens to another, because there is a sort of point in the zooming range where it sort of dithers and and you can sort of th- see it thinking am i about to change the lens or not is this going to actually um, be the lens we take the picture with that could perhaps be tidied up a bit but most of the pictures i've got i mean i've i've got them on google photos and i'm just just flicking through some of them now i can remember what the light was like um yeah you know, there are some there are some moving pictures in in the dark that aren't quite as good as some of the rest but the vast vast majority of them came out perfectly well uh in in palmer in new york there is a a huge uh procession on maundy thursday before good friday all the churches put on a procession and indeed I think in total there were over 6,000 people processing and it went on for hours and hours and hours and it was the sort of thing we thought we thought well, oh, we'll stand and watch it for a little while and it was very it was very entrancing but the other problem was there was a big crowd behind us and, and we'd by accident managed to get some seats in the front row and, you know, there was no easy way out for about four hours. We actually ended up staying about six and, and most of the, those pictures of course went from a from daylight through twilight into absolute dark. Most of them came out like a dream. Um, I, I later had some, some pictures around the city at night, um, some taken on night mode, some not. And again, very, very happy with those. Uh, I am really struggling with just one thing on the um, P30. Uh, and the one thing I'm struggling with is the fact that uh, even though uh, we all uh, ordered um uh, dual sims the ones supplied by amazon were all single sim and i would have quite liked uh, a dual sim you know, i travel for work quite a lot um i was in switzerland a week after i i got the phone and i i have a swisscom sim and generally speaking when i go to switzerland i put the swisscom sim in and the people that i'm going to see have got a swiss number to ring and i can still our phone calls in the UK, so I'm a bit miffed about that because in many ways I really, really like this phone. Um, the screen's lovely, it's fast, it's responsive. Uh, it, 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 it is genuinely, a, a, you know, a, a, as phones go, it's a thing of beauty. It's been designed with a lot of thought and a lot of care, I think, but whether I'm going to keep it, I've got about another week to make my mind up as to whether it goes back or not. There is a bit of me that's very tempted to... Uh, send it back now and um, you know, I'm not going on holiday for a month or two um, and you know, maybe see if the price has come down then because it strikes me it's very likely it will have done.
0: Who's doing the dual sims at the moment or no one?
1: In the UK, EE and 3 are doing the dual sims and at the moment neither is selling them on pay-as-you-go which is um, probably a blessing. I'd probably be stupid enough to buy one if they were.
0: Okay, but it looks like 3, I guess, would be the place to go then because theirs are unlocked.
1: Yeah, yeah. Although yeah, I don't know about the P30 Pro, but the P20 was, a, you know, it was a ten pound unlock. It wasn't an expensive one. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the obvious hope is that one in good condition turns up in one of the uh, reputable places uh, in, in time to go on holiday, I guess. But uh, there is a bit of me thinks I'll spend a bit of time setting this up exactly how I like it. I I really like the phone. Yeah, I really, I, there's no toys about. it, I really do like the phone. It's um, it, it definitely deserves to be regarded as up there with with all the other flagships. Um, some ways it excels them. Uh, the the zoom is quite incredible. Um, so it'll be quite interesting to try it out against the the S10 uh, Plus, which uh, arrived yesterday. So really, all I've, I've done with that is to get as far as setting it up. But it is dual sim, so it's already onto a winner.
0: Yeah. How did you um? If you were going to rate the p30 pro in terms of camera because obviously that's its main yeah, yeah usp would you prefer it over your other devices if you're going on holiday or sightseeing or something well hmm,
1: that's an interesting one i deliberately took pretty much every photo while i was away on the p30 um the only exception that was i took a few pictures on my iphone 10s max um, but that was more a case of, uh, I was using the phone as both a, a guidebook and a camera and whatever else. And effectively, I got to a point where, um, I, I just wanted to rest the phone for a bit. The battery was getting quite low. I wasn't sure how it was going to last. And I knew I wanted to take some night shots. In fact, it, it lasted fine and I think it would have been okay, but it was, it was new enough. I wasn't really sure. I was getting, I suppose, uh two and a half three hours of taking photos quite quite heavily, and the battery was going down to about fifty five sixty percent so you 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 really could use it as a camera for a long long time before you get it anywhere close to flat i think um how would I compare it with anything else hmm. i I think your comment about the the main camera being a little bit mushy is actually a little bit harsh um but I do know where it's coming from. The wide angle camera, um, I used quite a lot whilst, uh, whilst I was away because obviously things like cathedrals and whatever, it actually helps if you can, uh, you can get a much wider angle than, than otherwise. Um, and the zoom I only used a few times, but when I did use it, um, the results were pretty much as expected. I mean, the, the pictures I took of the aircraft carrier are good enough that you can see it's got planes and helicopters on board. You can't see the registration numbers on the side of the planes. They were about a mile and a half away. Um, so, yeah. I, I... I rate it pretty highly, actually. I, I, I'm trying to think what I would rate at the moment higher than it, and at the moment I'm struggling to say.
0: Hmm. Okay. And I, do you have a pixel at the moment?
1: I do have a pixel. Um, and yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, you've, you're asking the obvious question. The obvious question is if you're talking of a picture that doesn't need to be wide angle and doesn't need to be zoomed, um, I think the pixel's still up there definitely still up there. Uh, If you want the sort of use case of a wide-angle uh, or a decent zoom, well, you're pretty much forced to look elsewhere, aren't you? I, I did notice uh, one of the things I like on the Pixel is the, uh, sort of fisheye, um, panorama that you can do. I don't know if you've done any of those. Yeah. Where yeah. You do like about 40 shots and it stitches them all together. Um, yeah. and that's, that's great for the insides of buildings and things like that. Um, I did, did miss that because I realized when I'd, I'd already got there that the, the cameras I had with me, none of them had the um, Google camera port on them because I had uh, the, the Huawei, which obviously doesn't, and also an iPhone. Um, had I thought about it, I probably would have taken the Pixel for, for that sort of picture. Uh, I, I do quite like those. Or or maybe I would have taken the, the V30 Plus, which uh, I'm trying to think. How, how we have the V30 Plus out for now? It's over a year, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's got to be yeah. just over a year, yeah. I'm, in terms I'm, of, well, in terms of since I think me and you picked them up, yeah. I think you picked up yours a little bit before me, but yeah, I had mine early 2018. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think it's I think it's about 12 months. I, mean, I, uh, I, I do very much like the V30. I'm not a great fan of, of uh, LG's interface, um, but I think LG have produced a whole series of quite underrated uh, phones, camera-wise, um, and... I, I, yeah, the 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 V30s. Are, I've I've taken lots of bits so I'm very happy with the. This is the first camera I've had where I've thought, yeah, the wide angle is giving me the same as the V30 does, and overall it's a better package. Although I'd have to say there's, a, there's an honourable mention in there for the Xiaomi Mi 9, which um, you know probably could do with doing a bit more on that one. And of course, in theory, the Mi 9 must be fairly similar to the P30 Pro because again, it's got. Big zoom lens, it's got a wide angle. The zoom lens, of course, isn't as good as the P30, but it is quite a decent one. Um, that one actually definitely makes me think, well, the P30 is, is, it's the the V30 is probably uh, gonna have to go fairly soon.
0: If you had worries about LG software, wait till you get stuck into the uh, S10 software.
1: Well, it's interesting. You really don't like U1 you, UI, you, do you? I, I'm quite happy with it. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I've had it on the Note 9 for quite a long time. Um What's the problem with it? Why don't you like I'm it? I'm
0: in my third phase of um, de-Samsoning my uh, Samsung S10e. <laughs> the third phase was uh installing an app, which I think everyone is aware of, which is called BX Actions which allows you to uh, remap the Bixby button. Remap the Bixby button. Now I had disabled the Bixby button already, such that it did nothing. Um, But by using BX Actions, you can actually um, map it to do whatever you want. So uh, double click for camera, single click for power, long press for power down. Um, So now I've got the Bixby button basically acting as a power button. which means that the phone is almost normal. But there's still a couple of little traces of Samsung lying around every corner.
1: You must have worked very hard to do that. Yes,
0: it's pretty much, uh, you know, several day work. I think
1: I must just be like one of those big sloppy Labradors. It just doesn't really bother me. I pick up a phone and I I play with its software and I think to myself, this is the quirk and what's unusual with this software. and, And and work my way around it. Whereas, I mean, I, I, you know, people, people, are, um, plenty of people. I mean, you, you said this. Ted Sumner said this. You, you put considerable effort into killing off all these Samsung things that you don't want. Well, fine, I just, I just ignore them. They... So there are
0: various things that I would keep on that give me benefit. And oh, now, okay, I can't think of too many of them to hand. But there are some things on here that you know I do like. But most of them are kind of hardware features rather than software features. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the hardware is superb, isn't it? I mean, it, it yeah. It, 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 there's no doubt about it. That's interesting. I'm just being plunged into darkness. Oh, well, let's carry on for a while and hope that the power comes back on. Yeah. Um, it's always very disconcerting when that happens. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah, I mean, Samsung produces some lovely hardware. I, I,
0: so you've got the I, S10 Plus?
1: I have got S10 Plus. Uh, it arrived yesterday.
0: Playing with one of those today is a rather nice piece of kit. The thing about the S10e is. You can see uh, where the money has been shaved off. So, yeah. slight bezels to the screen, but a flat screen. And I'm happy. I'm okay with that. Um, the that screen, wouldn't bother me either. It's, the um, screen panel is not quite as high resolution, not quite as vibrant as uh, the S10 Plus, because I was having to play with one of those today. But yeah, that S10 Plus. Hardware is pretty knockout, isn't it? What what colour yeah. did you get on the back? Um, it's a sort
1: of um, mother of pearl white, I guess. Yeah, it's that's um, the one I was looking at today. It, it's nice. It's isn't a it? nice. Oh yeah, it's very nice. I mean, I mean, where it comes to the panel, yeah, it's nice to have a nice clear panel. Um, however, unfortunately, I think that, that life has only possessed me with VGAIs. eyes. So you know, I don't. I really don't. I mean, I've said this before, and I think it usually usually causes disbelief when I say it. But I genuinely cannot tell. The difference between uh, a, 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 an ordinary, if you like, what used to be called an ordinary television, and a HDTV. So when I hear people saying, must have 4K, I'm sitting there thinking, well, yeah, okay, fair enough, it, it works for you, but it it doesn't for me. But yeah, the screen on this is, is very nice. I do do like it very much. But most, man, an awful lot of screens are very nice these days. The V30 Plus has a very nice screen. Yeah. The, the P30 Pro has a beautiful screen. Uh, even the pixel screen's okay. Uh, it's a little, a little bit cramped, isn't it? But I mean, yeah, it's
0: fine. It's absolutely. It's certainly not a screen that you would get upset with the device over. No,
1: no, no it's right. I mean, I mean, for that matter, the uh, the iPhones have got decent screens too. They might not have quite the resolution, but but my eyes just aren't good enough. So, you know, it's one of the, one of those rare occasions when when not being able to see properly is an advantage. You know, in the same way as uh, the, the recent advent of, uh, of uh, tinnitus has meant that I'm not too fussed about headphones either. So,
0: well, I still, st- I still think if you mean if you say that um, Apple make the best screens, um, LCD and OLED, you're not too far wrong with that. To be honest, um, they are pretty much as good as you can get in both fields in terms of the uh, iPhone X and the uh, what's uh, the XR, isn't it? That's uh, yeah. got the LCD. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Um, I would probably say my favourite screens are Apple screens, but um, there's a whole range of perfectly acceptable screens these days, which is good because it is a tough nut to crack getting a good screen.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I I do very much like the iPhone screen. I I still think what I've thought for about four months now, and that is that I wish I hadn't got the Max version of the XS. I can't really put my finger on it, except I, when I first got the the 10, it was a it was going down in size from the uh, 8 plus, and it took me a while to get used to it. But I now discover I have got used to it, mm. um, and actually I, I I think I'd be quite happy with the 10s. Uh, my, my my current plan when the next iPhone arises to to go for one slightly smaller than that. But you know, I mean, you put all these screens up against each other, can you really say one is better than the others? I mean, it almost comes down to the wallpaper. I mean, Huawei has got the most amazing sort of um, floral thing, I suppose. I mean, it almost looks like oil in a puddle. It's all sort of wavy lines of green and yellow and, and whatever. But the, the, it's just a very nice screen. There's, mm. there's, there's not a lot that you can complain about on it, I don't think. Um... The Samsungs we know produce nice screens. Google had a bit of a, didn't they, with the uh, the last generations of Pixel, but the current one seems to be perfectly all right. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just not fussy enough.
0: Okay, so let's move on from uh, the latest device. I think we'll probably have a a chat in more depth about uh, Samsung and uh, One UI et cetera, When you've had a chance to get yeah, a little play yeah, look, with the S But uh, I was looking around to uh, economise recently, and I cancelled my EE plan, my data-only plan. Uh, I'd already cancelled my EE main phone plan. Um, And looking back, I'm not sure whether it was a good decision to cancel it, because I can't quite find any good data SIM deals. What Uh, were you using it for? Well, it was sat in my iPad, the whole time no. and therefore it was getting fairly light use. Yeah. Um but when it was getting used it was probably getting used a fair amount. Um yeah. but it was 30 gig for 15 quid. Oh yeah, that is quite good, isn't it? And it was the full speed EE uh signal. Yeah. But the thing that made me um it did have EU roaming of course, but it didn't have any outside EU roaming. It didn't have any of the um additional extras like bt sport or anything like that so i thought well 15 quid for something that sat in the ipad and can go an entire month without being used at all is not a particularly sensible thing so it builds up doesn't it yeah Yeah. so i cancelled it but i think that that probably wasn't such a bad deal so maybe i shouldn't have cancelled it but um i hear you're having problems with uh (laughs) networks Uh, and stuff at the moment
1: yeah about five years ago um there was a, a, I live in a, a typical sort of suburban residential area, but there is actually one building that used to be, in fact, the um, the headquarters of PowerGen many years ago. And about five years ago, they pulled it down after many years of it being derelict and fairly ugly. Uh, and that, that caused mobile phone chaos because uh, either they didn't tell EE or... Um, he didn't do something about it, but basically they demolished the building with the phone mast on top of it, and so for about six months I had almost no phone signal. And then round here, it's it, it, I mean it's amazingly bad phone coverage. Uh, uh, you know, it's about five and a half miles from the middle of Birmingham. You'd think it would be reasonably well covered, but you know, good broadband round here, uh, mobile broadband has been sort of twenty twenty megabits has been good, and then about six months ago. He obviously finally got their act together and hey presto, all of a sudden it went from about 16 megabits a second to 120. It was, it was regularly doing similar speeds to my, my actual cable broadband, um, which was absolutely wonderful until about, uh, 10 weeks ago when all of a sudden uh, it went to edge only, no 3G even. Um, and it transpires, I've spent quite a lot of time on the phone to EE about this, that basically nobody realised that the replacement building down the road was being built, uh, and basically it's blocked the microwave signal for the EE e- network in this part of the world, and taken three with it as well, of course, because it's on the same tower. Um, and they're now talking about, well, we may be able to get an additional link so that the network works again by the end of May. So uh, I've sort of been frantically going around sort of looking for... Um, Sims that I can divert to that are either on O2 or Vodafone, where I mean, it's not exactly brilliant round here, but it does at least mean a call is reliable. Because basically, most of my phone calls have just gone straight to voicemail, and then I only hear about the mages later when the voicemail happens to suddenly get a sniff of a signal and 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 away it goes. So um they've actually been okay about that. They well, they said they've been okay. They they didn't want to let me break the contract that I signed in January. Uh, when, of course, I have the really fast broadband. Um, but they have, have put, uh, six months worth of 50% credit on the line, which actually I'll settle for because I, I work from home some of the time, but I also work on, on several different sites and, uh, and it is, you know, there's good coverage on most of those, but it's, it's been really frustrating because I had this really wonderful setup. It was all working nicely. Yeah. And, uh, and all of a sudden, literally, I mean, uh, uh, on a good number of occasions, no signal at all. And, That's complicated by the fact that I live in a house that is partly 1930s with a 1990s extension on it. And the 1990s extension is built inside a steel frame, which unfortunately acts like a Faraday cage, so Wi-Fi cooling doesn't work very well either because half of the time the phone can't get a sniff of Wi Fi around the house. So it really has been a complete nightmare. But never mind. We we're we're getting there. I have now, of all things, got a Sky sim, would you believe, which be well done interest to you, I guess. Um I just want one other topic on the on the, the bad signal. It is not beating the battery on my iPhone. It it's down to sort of like fifty percent now on a on a very quiet day. Um and the Sky as you as you know goes on O2. And, and I've actually been quite impressed with it as a, as a virtual network because, uh, unlike most of them, it allows Wi-Fi calling, so that's good. Um, it says it allows call diversion, which is the other important thing to me because it's all very well having a, a divert to voicemail, but if you're not receiving any signals and, and, and you're in somewhere for six hours, then you don't get any messages for six hours either. Um, so they say that you can divert the SIM to another number, um, although at the moment it's not working, so they're actually sending me a replacement SIM. Now, I, I know I mentioned this early, earlier, and you, you hadn't realised that you couldn't always divert um, numbers, didn't you? But, no,
0: that's a shock to me. I, mean, I, I thought that there was potentially a charge that you would get from the SIM that you're diverting from. Yeah. But I assumed that it was possible no, on, no, I mean, on all SIMs.
1: No, I mean, Virgin, for example, will not allow you to divert to anything other than Virgin's voicemail uh i'm pretty sure that's also true of tesco um not so sure about GIFGAF, but i think no GIFGAF will let you divert so like giffgaff will let you divert but it's it's chargeable you, know, they, you pay for it out of bundle regardless of whether you've got got any any data but um the, i mean the big the big ones are really bad is virgin i, I had a um, uh, an unlimited Virgin sim with uh, unlimited data on it, which uh, which I've also cancelled because, of course, Virgin uses his transmitter and there's no signal on that. Um, but they they wouldn't allow any any to anything other than their own voicemail, which to me is nuts. You know, I mean, if if I'm working somewhere and I've got no signal at all, I don't want to find out when I leave the building that I've had ten phone calls, including possibly some from people who are angry they can't get a hold of me. At the very least. I'd like to be able to divert it to the building that I'm in, but they won't have it.
0: Yeah, that's strange, very strange. Yeah. I just thought it was like part of the standard.
1: Me too, but apparently the the, the virtual operators specify what they're willing to pay for, and most of, or I say most, several of them don't pay for that.
0: Yeah, so I suppose uh, going back to my original point in terms of being on the lookout for a data sim, some of these MVNOs, and in fact, some of the main providers don't like you putting their phone sims in iPads and in tablets and in uh, you know three G dongles and things, do they?
1: Yeah, although uh, Three has had a, a recent uh, epiphany, they they now allow you to put your uh, phone sims into a, an iPad and, and use it regardless, and indeed tether it regardless as oh, well. Oh, that's and interesting. They've stopped the uh, stupid throttling when you're abroad as well. So. I was quite impressed with that when I was when I was away they they you know the, the modem was was going away very happily and no no restriction on it at all uh, no
0: so is that on them. contract or will that be pay as you go as well?
1: both both of them I think uh, in fact i'm ninety nine percent certain that it's both of them okay
0: so that might be the route to take then
1: probably get better coverage abroad with three than you sometimes do in the uk where i i, I do tend to find they can can be really quite badly congested but when it works well it works very well so mm. uh, so yeah you might like to have a look at that uh i have a um a three um play you go sim that i use as a data sim in in, in an ipad uh, and basically, I just stick ten quid on it every so often, and you know when it runs out, you put some more on it if you want to. And that that sort of I I think caters better than the the, the monthly contract for for my use because there's plenty, yeah. plenty of time I don't
0: actually want to use it at all. And is that on that three two one yeah uh, tariff? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, know exactly. whether one p per megabyte is still good value. Whether or not. it's good value? Yeah. I mean, you obviously used to be brilliant, but
1: depends on the volume doesn't it i suppose Uh, that that really is uh, that that's what it boils down to just just check this one pay as you go sim phone sims pay as you go data sims i'm just looking at three's website which is loading not very fast it's kind of demonstrating that maybe it's not brilliant but no i i i usually have a three sim on the go because on occasions it's got me out of a hole having a a spare sim and, and like i say sticking it in a uh, in an iPad or something no longer causes them a problem. So fine, I can go with that.
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking. There are seven pay as you go sim, uh, uh, sim plans available. There's the 321 plan. Uh, then they have, uh, everything from two gigabytes of data for £10 Uh, up to unlimited data for £35. Well, I mean, obviously, you'd be better to buy a... Yeah, it's uh, a bit
0: expensive there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: depends on what you want to use, though, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, Um, but maybe just having it on uh, the 321 is the way to go and just uh, pay a couple of quid when you want to have a a session.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. I mean, you know, I I usually would would tether, I guess, with with something else, but but there may well be occasions that you... uh, you would find it better to use that. I'm just looking. So, yes, yeah, so the Pay As You Go 321 plan does, does include Go Roam. So, you can use your data in 70 destinations worldwide. It's not so bad, is it?
0: No, it's pretty good, actually. That's not um, bad. I, mean, I think um, give,
1: them, give them some credit where it's due. I think, actually, yeah, that's not bad. I mean, it depends where you're going, of course, doesn't it? I mean, if, you, if you go to some of the more exotic locations you've been to, James,
0: I think probably it's not going to be very useful at all. Yeah, well, that's where the that's where your local sim comes in, isn't
1: it? Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? You need to know about the local sim. Uh, and I mean, just looking at some places you've been recently, none of them is, is a go-round no. destination. Oh, I but could
0: tell you that because uh, obviously I looked at uh, yeah. all of the operators when I was looking yeah, at going course. to India and before that Cuba. And the even radar. Egypt and Turkey aren't necessarily covered brilliantly. Turkey, of course,
1: is inclusive. If you have a Vodafone sim, yes, yeah, that's and one that, of the good and, things. Yeah, I think Vodafone. I think Vodafone, as you go, covers Turkey still because they they were going to withdraw it, and there was such a, a kickback uh, that they actually decided they'd leave it in the inclusive country, which was good.
0: Yeah, no, that's um, that sounds good. I'm going to investigate that uh, that three sim and see how that goes. So. Any other techno talkery
1: techno talkery well
0: other other than the fact
1: that i've been trying to spend most of the day replacing one router with another and I think ah, it's yes. now working um probably that's that's about it because i've been been being a tourist instead
0: yeah, so do you want to cover the um feature on the router that you're uh looking at using. This is after I should come clean, the, shouldn't
1: I? Yeah. this on, is then. after
0: the last tech box where Dave doesn't even use his router to uh dish out the IP addresses. He uh, gets his Mac Mini to do that, which is crazy to me, but um I, I quite like the idea of using as many of my router's features as possible.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm I must admit, I wouldn't have thought of doing it that way, but I guess yeah, there's no harm in that, is there? Um, what am I trying to access? Well, uh, as you know, James, and thank you for that, um, uh, I was away, uh, it's the in New York, where the weather was a lot worse than it is here. Um, and so we thought, well, it might be nice to watch a few... Um, television programmes on the iPad, and I subscribed for the last oh, couple of years to uh, a VPN called NordVPN, which seemed to be very good at avoiding the BBC's geographical blocks and whatever, um, but on this occasion nothing I could try, and nothing that their technical support people could try, um, would actually... Um, get round it, it basically was nope, you're not having BBC, we don't care if you're a British licence payer, we're not going to let you see anything. And like, so that's and like,
0: interesting you actually got the Nord VPN support guys involved in this. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they gave me all sorts of suggestions, none of which worked, <laughs> which which sort of rather disappointed, I, mean, I mean it's interesting, they used to advertise themselves as one of the best VPNs to get around the BBC and they've got something like 1200 nodes but uh, I couldn't get any of them to work and they gave me a list of about 30 to try and uh, I spent hours trying. It was it was a tech failure. and and then a very kind friend of, of mine said, "Well, look, I, I will set you up uh, accessing my broadband over VPN." And uh, and indeed you did, and indeed we were able to have a a nice evening in watching television when it was chucking it down in rain outside. So thank you very much for that. And uh, and what I'm now trying to do, of course, is not to have to beg the loan of your broadband next time I'm abroad. So I've uh, I've got the the new router setup. Actually, it's one that I've had in box for a while. But there we go. Um, I think this is a
0: recommendation I gave you for a router. Uh, I think it is. Yes, like eighteen months ago or something. Isn't Probably it?
1: something like that. Yeah. Um, so I've got the router up and running. I've managed to set some uh, fixed IP addresses for my security cameras. And the next thing to do is to is to set up a VPN and try and see if I can get into it uh, you know, from out of the house over over four G or or somebody else's Wi Fi or whatever. And and avoid the the BBC block that way. Yeah. So so I've got to a point now where it all works and whatever. And uh, now I need to, to know what my next next step is. And I think I think it's probably enabling VPN on the router and uh, and playing around with a dynamic system a uh, dynamic DNS system. So all all areas that you see. I, I've now got to the point where I, I know what I'm doing. Um, now I'm going to have to go into the realms of not knowing what I'm doing, which is. Yeah, slightly more frightening. So, idiot questions will
0: be on their way soon. No, absolutely. It's a it's a really interesting area. This because, as you say, VPNs are normally quite handy for getting around uh, geographical restrictions. But the BBC one, they do seem to have turned up the um, the dial on that. I know yeah. that. um I think my sister was trying to. Well, for, actually, I personally had the problem. I was in. Where was I? I think it must have been when I was in India. Uh, the first episode of the new Alan Partridge uh, series came out, or the second one. And I thought, right, it's come out a few hours ago. I want to download it. I want to watch it straight away. Um, And there's no reason, in theory, why I shouldn't be able to. I was using TunnelBear as my VPN at the time, just because it's easy to use apps. Yeah, it's good. But the UK web wasn't working. I thought, oh, okay, well, I'm going to have to use my home routers vpn to try and get around this and after a little bit of um jiggery pokery that worked and i did manage to download it over my Because uh, there was two things i think that i had to get around one was um it wouldn't the bbc iplayer app wouldn't download on 3g anyway oh. <laughs> and the other thing was it wouldn't download because it knew that i wasn't in the country so i had to have a combination of sharing the internet over a mobile hotspot and VPNing into my uh, (laughs) home broadband so that I could have essentially my home Wi-Fi out in India such that I could download this episode of Alan Partridge to watch offline on oh, the right. plane home.
1: The technical achievement in that must have yeah. been just amazing. I'm, I yeah. mean, I, I hate to say this, uh, you know, you've told me what I've got to do broadly, but I mean, I've just, just looked at the first screen on here and I'm thinking immediately, ah, what do I do with that? So you can expect some stupid questions, I fear, over the next 24 hours.
0: I know, that's fine. It's um, You don't have to play about with too many of the settings. DNS. it's S. Once uh, you've uh, got your yeah. DNS sorted out, then uh, everything's going to be hunky-dory. It's going to set me, send me a,
1: a, a host name, which is going to be ending asuscom.com. So I presume I'm just sticking
0: any name I fancy in the, well. the host name. Not going to work quite like that, but we can um, (laughs) detail all the steps. Good, uh, excellent. I shall
1: shall be quizzing you about this, and in a later show, not only will we be talking about the S10+, Plus, but also how I incinerated my router by getting it wrong.
0: Well, yeah, the joys of setting up um, (laughs) VPN servers on routers. That can be the next episode, absolutely. Yeah, well, good
1: stuff. Well, it's been great speaking to you, Richard. You too, and um, at least the router worked long enough for us to actually record something. So that was uh, that was progress.
0: Yeah, I think we can call that a success.
1: Yep, yeah, excellent. Have a good evening, James, and uh, well I'll catch up with you soon. I hope.
0: Brilliant. Cheers, Richard.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.